Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. I grew up Catholic, which meant going to church every Sunday, whether I wanted to or not. It also meant going to catechism, which is Sunday school in other religions, but Catholics call it catechism. And instead of Sunday, we would go Saturday mornings. And I did that from grade one all the way up to grade six. And of course, taking a break during the summer, just like regular school. But you learn a lot about, of course, the Bible, about all the different aspects of the Catholic religion. And one of the things that really stood out for me are what are called the seven deadly sins. Now, in the Catholic religion, they don't refer to it as the deadly sins. They refer to them as cardinal sins. And the sins are pride, greed, lust, envy, sloth, wrath, and gluttony. Now, pride and greed and lust and envy are pretty pretty obvious as to what they are. Sloth would be, I guess, laziness. Wrath is anger. And gluttony is, in this case, it's not so much eating too much, but it's also imbibing, so drinking, eating too much. But the sin that I want to focus on today is envy. And the reason I wanted to talk about envy is when I think about social media, for instance, you know, you see on Instagram, perhaps Facebook, you see people posting their wonderful life, you know, their trips and their mansions and their money and their just everything. And you see it and you have this sense of, oh, I wish that was me. And that is basically envy. You are longing or desiring for something. It's desiring an object or a thing. And envy doesn't always have to be a bad thing. You know, you can say, oh, I envy your ability to do whatever. And you don't mean it in a bad way. You're just saying, you know, I wish I was able to do what you were doing. But sometimes envy can basically eat you up because you can't 
get past that longing or that desire and thinking that I wish I could have that. Or it can turn into something like, oh, well, you know, how can they can have that? And if they can have that, how can I, how come I can't have that? And you start to perhaps resent the person for having the thing that you want, even though you don't have it. So it's very tricky in when you think about envy. Now, along with envy, there's the idea of jealousy. Now, some people think that envy and jealousy are basically the same thing, but they're actually not. They are very similar in the idea that you are longing or desiring something. But when it comes to jealousy, jealousy is that feeling that has to do being threatened or protective or feeling insecure about losing something. And it typically relates to a relationship. You know, you're losing a relationship or a position or something of value in that respect. And jealousy is a real thing. And in fact, envy and jealousy are among the most powerful motivations in real life and in fiction. Because if you stop and think about all the movies, literature, music, there is sometimes a theme about envy, you know, or jealousy. And it's pretty clear. It it may not be spoken that that's what it is, but you can definitely tell when you see the interaction between, let's say, in a, in a movie or a TV show, there's the interaction. So you can definitely tell there's some envy, there's some jealousy, perhaps there's some emotions, some words that are being said. And it's very interesting to think about how easy it is to fall into the trap of being envious or being jealous of someone. And what I wanted to talk about that really encapsulates the idea of envy and jealousy is what's called the green-eyed monster. Now, the green-eyed monster was a phrase that was coined actually by Shakespeare in his play Othello. Now, here's a little bit of history. Back in the day, that the reason that it was called green-eyed monster is that when people were exhibiting those tendency of jealousy or of envy, the bile, so the idea that inside your stomach, the and bile is this acid in brown and and it's just this this awful awful thing that that comes up and so it's usually caused by by stress or sometimes if you've had the flu you know, there's nothing left in your stomach except bile, it's going to come up. And the bile would cause the skin to turn green, which was then attributed to the idea that green, green green-eyed monster. And again, in reference to the movies and the literature and music, etc., there are several instances of the green-eyed monster. There's movies, again, plays, books, you name it. I encourage you to do some research and you'll be surprised at how many titles there are for Green-Eyed Monster, or perhaps it's not a title, but somewhere, somewhere in the music and the lyrics, perhaps in 
the plays, in the in the movies, et cetera, et cetera, you might see or hear the phrase green-eyed monster or envy or jealousy. The thing about the cardinal sin or the deadly sin, yes, it's a sin to go through the motion or go through the feeling of being envious or, or have, being jealous, I suppose. But where it can cross the line, again, you can get so caught up in being envious, you can get so caught up in being jealous that you take it too far. And so in some instances, it goes from being a sin to being now. So for instance, let's talk about jealousy. You know, you're jealous of, you know, you think your boyfriend or your partner is cheating on you and you decide that you want to get revenge. Well, revenge can turn into something pretty nasty. So now instead of jealousy or envy being the deadly sin, now it can morph into something even dangerous. And so now it's a more serious thing. It's not just a sin that, you know, maybe you shouldn't be jealous or shouldn't be envious. And that's the thing because sometimes emotions can really overtake you. There are triggers that happen and it's not easy to control it. You know, getting back to the idea of social media, the idea that you are seeing people, you know, having these wonderful lives and doing all these wonderful things and you're not having any of it (laughs) and you want it, but you don't know how to get it. And there's the idea of always wanting to one-up someone. You know, if someone has this, you want something better. You know, there's a phrase that is uh, keeping up with the Joneses. So the idea, if your neighbor has two cars, you want three cars. Or if your neighbor has, you know, a ski boat, you know, you need something better. You know, so it's always trying to prove yourself that you are more worthy, perhaps, than someone else. It's a deadly contest that really has no winners because you are trying to prove something to someone about how you are worthy that you, yes, you can afford to buy all these things and maybe secretly you can't and you're putting yourself into debt just to keep up the appearances that you can do these these things. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. But it's interesting when you think about those feelings, those feelings of being jealous. It's when you're feeling insecure about yourself, when you are feeling that your life is lacking something. And the idea that when you are fulfilled, when you, your heart is full, when your body is healthy, when you don't feel that desire that you have to have everything, then it's easy to not get caught up 
in the idea of being envious of someone or being jealous. You can see someone's accomplishments and be happy for them. You can cheer for them. You can support them and tell them how wonderful they are and how they deserve all the accolades and all the wonderful things that come along with it. You know, I think about those award shows, you know, the the Oscars and the Emmys and the Grammys and, you know, so on and so forth. And when they're announcing the candidates or the, um, the possible winners of a category, the actors, you know, the artists, et cetera, if they're in, in the audience, you know, sometimes they're not available, so they'll show just their picture. But if they're in the audience and so the camera is panning to all of them and all of their faces and they're sitting there and they're waiting and they're hoping, they're hoping, please pick my name, please, please, please pick my name. And then when they do pick the winner, the winner, of course, is, you know, this picture of disbelief and, oh my God, I can't believe I won. And they're, you know, so happy. And, and then the camera goes to everyone else. And in most cases, everyone is, is applauding, you know, they're clapping and they have a, a smile on their face as if they are saying that, yes, I'm happy that this person won. I didn't win, but I'm happy for them. And sometimes I wonder how much of that is genuine and how much of that is uh, an act because of course no one wants to be seen as being envious or jealous because and then having that expression on their face as if they're mad because they didn't win you know i just always wondered about that you know how much of that is genuine and i'm sure some of it is you know especially if it's uh, someone that you know you admire and perhaps you've worked with in the past but it's interesting and i think i do remember there were a couple of instances where everyone else is clapping and someone wasn't and i i think of you know sour grapes that <laughs> they they were not weren't happy they weren't pretending and they were actually very upset that they didn't win but uh it it's interesting to think about feelings and emotions that come up about the idea of being envious and being jealous, you know, and having that green-eyed monster, you know, and when you think about what does a monster do? Well, a monster attacks you. And I'm not saying that when you're envious and jealous or jealous that you attack someone, but it's really the monster that's attacking you. And it's causing you to overreact perhaps, to go a little further into the idea of being envious or jealous. You know, I remember a friend of mine, she was uh, expecting a baby. A friend, she told a friend that, you know, she was expecting a baby and the friend had been trying to have a baby and had no luck. And rather than the friend saying, oh, I'm so happy for you, you know, I can't wait for the baby. How are you feeling? She basically said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm happy for you in a sense, but, you know, I'm not happy. And my friend just felt a little... I don't know. I guess she wasn't expecting that reaction. But I guess the other friend who was perhaps disappointed, upset, feeling that, you know, she's not able to have a child, you want to put those feelings behind you. You want to be able to feel happy and support the person that is having 
the good news and going through something really wonderful. I like to believe that people do have good intentions. You know, they do have those good feelings. I've been envious of people, you know. Um, Actually, I want to share something that happened to me earlier this year. I wanted to do something in my business, and I was all set to start planning this thing that I wanted to do. And I discovered that someone else had already started doing something very similar. And I immediately went into this panic mode. And I was feeling threatened. I was feeling insecure. I was actually jealous (laughs) that this person did this. And it's like, now what? You know, they're doing this thing and what can I do? And I remember talking to a friend of mine and I was going on and on and on about, well, no, they're doing this and I can't do this. And what do I do? And maybe I should just give up. And, you know, basically I, I was pretty much going over the deep end in, in how I was feeling about this. And her advice to me was there's room for everybody. If you're opening up a coffee shop, if you're opening up a hairdressing salon, if you're opening up whatever it is that you want to do, you can't stop and think, well, there's so many hairdressing salons or so many coffee shops. What's going to make me stand out? Because everyone does something a little different. Everyone offers something different. You can have three coffee shops on the same block and each coffee shop is going to offer something different because the person that is running the coffee shop or the hairdressing salon or the garage or any other businesses that are out there, their personality is different from yours. Their their goal, their why for doing what they're doing is totally different than yours. Her advice to me was just stay in your lane Keep doing what you're doing. You know what your why is. You don't need to worry about anybody else. Let them do them. You do you. And I took that advice and I and I said, Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I have a purpose for doing whatever it is that I'm doing. And so do they. And when I stop and think about what they're doing, it's not even something I would have done myself. (laughs) And so having that first reaction of like, oh no, they're doing what I wanted to do. But in reality, they're doing it differently than I would have done it. Or perhaps, even though I wanted to do that thing, I might not have ended up doing it. And so I I went into this, you know, spiral of jealousy and, you know, not even envy so much, although maybe there was a little bit of that there. But it was a lesson for me to stop and think that I need to believe more in what I'm doing, believe in myself, believe that I have something that I can offer to the world that is uniquely me. And I don't need to worry about other people's opinions or feeling jealous or feeling envious of anyone else because they have their reasons for doing things which are different than mine. And so I want to think about having more of a a feeling of, of, of supporting them, you know, championing them, cheering them on and, and supporting them in other ways as well. And then just letting them know how happy I am for their success, for their perseverance, for their dedication to whatever it is that they're doing. Because really, envy, jealousy, and all the other ones, you know, pride and wrath or anger, greed, all of those sins 
they are taking up energy and it's negative energy. You know, being prideful is putting yourself above others. You know, being angry is using up that all that energy. You know, lusting after someone, well, you know, that that can go in all kinds of different ways. And and so it is misdirected energy. So instead of thinking about, you know, what you're lacking in life, think about what you already have and feeling that sense of gratitude. You know, I've spoken about attitude of gratitude, but in this particular instance, it's being thankful for who you are, what you have, and what you can offer to the world and trying not to mind too much what everybody else is up to because we don't know their stories. We don't know their struggles, you know, back to social media. We don't know what's going on behind those beautiful pictures. And maybe we don't need to know, and maybe we can be happy for them that by putting up these pretty pictures of a life that perhaps they're not living is an opportunity for them to perhaps feel a little better about their situation because everybody has their own story and it's up to you how you're going to live that story. So until next time, think about those moments where you are feeling envious or jealous about something that someone is doing or not doing and how does that make you feel and can you put yourself above that? And instead of feeling envious or jealous, feel happy, supportive, and letting them know how much you care for what they're doing. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.